0: so they were gathered together in one place. And it was totally unexpected, unimaginable, utterly unfamiliar. This was not a gentle, easy time of prayer. No, the wind roared through the body It tore open the windows and the doors. People were startled and unsettled. What could this be? It was utterly beyond their expectations. The Holy Spirit moved and had its way with them. Each of them huddled together, just a small minority, shut up away somewhere, holding on to a belief they had that just maybe it was true, that they were worthy and indeed heirs to life eternal. Just a small, shut-up minority huddled together, believing, and yet it came upon them, a movement of God, It shook and frightened and tore them wide open so that then they could be the ones who would behold a new vision. And they did. And the Holy Spirit had room to fill them. And it did. And they began to speak, they began to speak words like they had never spoken before, the truth about the movement of God in their lives, the power of God in their lives. They began to speak the truth of God as they knew it. And others somehow heard it and came. It was utterly unexpected, completely unimaginable. They were speaking in unfamiliar languages about the power of God. And so many came. It was well beyond what they could have ever expected. And this small, shut-up minority of believers was lifted and shaken and set loose by the Holy Spirit at Pentecost in such a way that those who were disciples suddenly became a church. As the revelation broke through their very lives and proclaimed in every language, there is no You see, they had believed not only that there were us and them, and high and low, and in and out, and worthy and unworthy. They believed that there were right ways to believe and wrong ways to believe and the penalty of the wrong way was death and the blessing of the right way was life and who could know if you would live or die. They did not know they were walking such a fine line trying to find their way and the Holy Spirit on Pentecost came and wiped the line. There is no other, each of them speaking in languages unfamiliar and yet all of them hearing the voice of God and the truth of God's power and movement among all of the world. It was astonishing and we are here because of that. So is it done? Did God move thousands of years ago and we get together so we can talk about it? Is it still utterly unexpected? Is it still completely unimaginable? Is it so unfamiliar to us that we cannot conceive that each of us, I'm talking to you and you, each of us could experience no matter how shut up we may feel, no matter how small a minority in any way we may feel, that the God of our experience could break open the doors of our lives, blow through our gatherings, and transform this moment. I'm not talking about any other moment. This moment. Could God show up here? Now? Could this be Pentecost Not just a story about Pentecost. Could this be Pentecost? Do you know, my brothers and sisters, that we live in Houston, Texas, recently understood to be the most diverse city in the United States? Think about it. When we go to Walmart or take our jog through Memorial Park, When we're waiting to see our podiatrist in the medical center, or perhaps buying a gift for a family member at the mall, you know what I'm saying, right? You look around you. All you have to do is listen and open your eyes, and you can see. And there were people from all over the world, and they were coming to this place. Jill Carroll recently said that Houston, Texas is a unique location in all of North America because there can be found here in this city every single living religion on the globe. There is at least one small group who practices every single living religion on the globe here in Houston, Texas. there be Pentecost here could it happen to us could we have a new vision could we experience a sense of the Holy Spirit moving through us blowing us away bringing forth our truths how many of you speak the truth about your relationship with God really how many of you tell exactly what you doubt And what you believe. How many of you talk about how you find God in the garden. Or making love to your partner. Or painting. How many of you tell the truth about God that you have known outside the church. As well as inside. Or the things that you struggle with but you pray anyway. Or the things you accept as true and you never pray at all. Do you speak the truth about God to your loved ones and to your friends and what would happen if you did? That small group of shut up believers became the church when the Holy Spirit exploded in their midst and wide open through the doors and they realized that they were the living prophecy of God. I need you to hear me. They realized that they were the living prophecy of God. They were the word made flesh, the word that had come forward years ago by their ancestors who proclaimed in sacred texts before their arrival, before their birth, there will be sons and daughters who will dream dreams you cannot imagine. There will be old ones that you will discard who are going to have brand new visions right in your midst. Those who are oppressed, who are in bondage, are going to speak out with prophetic truths that are going to free the world. And God is going to proclaim through these young and old, free and bound To all nations under heaven, there is no other. All are part of the family of God. Can it happen to us now? John Shelby Spong. Bishop in the Episcopal Church says, the book of Acts chronicles the story of Christianity's walk into what it was created to be. He continues, and today, we continue to write our chapter in that same ongoing story. was totally unexpected, it was completely unimaginable, utterly unfamiliar. They were used to just sitting at the bar with each other and flirting a little, smoking a little cigarette and having some really bad booze lifted from behind the bar in a dirty glass. They were used to sliding in under the cover of darkness and getting close to each other for a few minutes so they might find just a little bit of hope that they were not alone. It was dark and it was smoky and it was loud and it was frantic and it was filled with everybody who was nobody because that's what that place was for. That Stonewall Inn was a small piece of strange heaven for all the others in the world who had no place to call their own. It was not much to our very privileged standards. But without it, we would not be here today. I am not making a large statement. I am not over-exaggerating. Without places like that, little dive bars where those of us who have been shunned from church and community and family for decades could find one hour to claim some sense of hope of their own reality, we would not have our reality here today. And so it was that night, completely unexpected. It was just like any other night. A little bit of cruising, a little bit of hanging out, a little bit of let's go and let's not. When the usual happened and then the unusual broke through. You see, the usual was that the bar got raided. The unusual was that something happened in the mix. There seemed to be a rush of a violent wind. Something stirred among them that had never happened that way before. It was like fire rising up through their veins. This new sense of power and passion. Where did it come from? We have no idea. All that we know is that right now we're having a vision of a new way and we are beholding a sense of spirit among us. I am looking at my brothers and sisters and I see fire here. There is power here. It is unimaginable but it is happening. It is true. They began to speak their own truth. They said, no. No, you won't. No, I'm not. No, you can't. No, I am worthy of more than you will give me. And I say no more. I am speaking the truth of a beloved child of God in my own language. And there were so many languages speaking of the truth of belovedness, of holy creation, of godness, each in their own language. Would they be languages we speak in this church? Not all of them. Some of them spoke their worthiness with curses, and some with ridiculous chants and parodying. Some make fun of the police officers, others were angry, and there was a rush of violent wind, and it tore open everything, and it shook everyone to the core, but they realized, this, this is a prophecy of God coming to life. So just in case you're wondering, yes, I believe that in Stonewall, God was Pentecosting the church. I want to be very clear. Yes, I think that in Stonewall, this rebellion, this uprising, This movement of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered, queer questioning, drag queens, street people, street walkers, accountants, bankers, people closeted, people out. All of those people, that movement of everyone who had been told, shut up, shut away, shut down, when they said no. We are not an other. I absolutely believe that God moved on this earth. Because the God that I know is a God of liberation. And the God I know is a God of worthiness for all of creation. And the God I know cannot bear for all of God's creation to suffer without freedom. Yes, I believe that Stonewall was God's Pentecosting our church in this age. I'm going to challenge you to claim it yourself. I'm going to challenge you to claim your ancestors, your roots, the reason why we are able to sing and to preach and to sit and love one another, to learn, to grow, to be who we are. Because we have made our way on the path of those who opened it for us. And my brothers and sisters, make no mistake, that way was closed at one time. These moments that we share, these words I speak, everything, every breath we take right now is rising out of the breath of those who have gone before us. This is true for us in our faith walk. We speak often of Sarah and Abraham and Hagar. We speak often of David or Paul or Mary Magdalene. We speak of those who made the way for us to worship our God. Those numbers are much larger than we generally celebrate. Those numbers are much larger because there is no other. And the God of Pentecost, the God of Jesus the Christ, has proclaimed that everyone who calls on the name, I said everyone who calls on the name, I said everyone who calls on the name name of the Lord shall be saved. is our history, I'm challenging you people of God to embrace it, to embrace yourselves as part of it, and even to claim your part in the history-making for what is to come. Can the move of Pentecost happen? Is God done? Is the church done? Or can we be transformed from Mere believers into waymakers for the life of the world. And so people of resurrection and all who live in Houston, indeed, those who call themselves Christians around the world, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, lesbians and gay men, people of transgender experience and bisexuals, those who are queer questioning any types of experiences in the human condition, all of these are not drunk or deviant as you might suppose. It is still early in our faith day together. No, this is what has been spoken through the prophets of the ages. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all of you. And your sons and daughters shall speak truth to power and your young ones are gonna see visions that you cannot even imagine. And the old among us, our elders are already dreaming dreams that are shattering our expectations, and everyone oppressed in this place or free, in these days God is pouring out God's spirit, and you too shall speak the truth of your relationship with God, and this will break open the heavens, and it will break open the earth. And the sun shall be turned inside out and the moon will become our kin. And before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day, everyone, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For the prophecy is made real in us. There is no other. Amen.